reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. My name is Emmanuel Asante. I am in Joy Zone. And then ZP Jocelyn is my pastor. My testimony is really about last week Sunday's heavy rainfall. And then after our visitation, we met to discuss the, the, the issues that went on, the number of people we were able to visit and all those stuff. So as we were having this meeting or this discussion, um, the rain started, so we, we made a decision that we would go into um, a, a tent that was back there. So as we were in there, that was when the rain was getting more torrential. And then we didn't even want to leave. But to a final decision, we, we, we then um, felt like leaving. And then as we were leaving, I was the last person to leave there. And immediately I left, I escaped. That was when a mighty wind blew this tent and it got stuck into one of the electrical wires. And then the, the electrical wire got torn and it was firing. I would say it was sparking. And then I stand here to thank the Almighty God that if it wasn't Him that was on my side or on our zone side, the enemy would have swallowed us. We would have all been electrified. So I thank the Almighty God for letting me escape. Amen. Wow. This year, you are going to receive and experience fantastic escapes from every snare of the fowler in the name of Jesus. Now, I told you last Sunday that Divine Encounter Service is fast becoming the music center of the Bread of Life Cathedral. If you believe that, give another wave offering to the Lord. I'm inviting upstage the fantastic tulips to give us administration. Put your hands together as we receive the tulips. Oh, keep clapping to encourage them. Hallelujah. We're still lifting up the name of Jesus. He's the great I am. The King of Kings. He's seated at the right hand of the Father and He's enthroned. Yeah. You are holy, holy. 
Can join us to sing this last part. It's Lamb of God who is seated on the right hand of the Father. Lamb of God, Lamb of God, Lamb of God, who seated on the right hand of the Father. You are holy, holy. You. Congregation for the last time. Lamb of God, Lamb of God, who seated. at the right hand side of God. Now, in the book of Revelations chapter 5, something amazing unfolds there. The Bible says that a scroll was taken in heaven and a voice cried, who is worthy to open this scroll and read? And no one could be found. But the Bible says that as John became distressed and began to weep, he was informed that the lion of the tribe of Judah, he's worthy. Now, now, hold it. Interestingly, when he turned his eyes to look, he expected to see a lion. It was a lamb. This morning, I have a prophecy for you. Any demon that is harassing your life because you look like a lamb, the lion of the tribe of Judah is arising on your behalf and tearing your enemies to pieces in the name of Jesus. Now, if you believe that, put your hands together for the Lord.
above him there's no other jesus is the way jesus is the answer for the world today above him there's no other jesus is the way if you have some questions in your corners of your mind and praises of discouragement and peace you cannot find reflections of the old past seems to face you every day oh yeah there's one thing i know for sure jesus is the way have you singing now jesus is the answer for the world today oh yeah by me there's no you think you're gonna climb I know that your scars have been dark you think the sun won't shine in case you don't know I have to tell you that the word of God is true oh yeah everything is promised I tell you he will be for you me sing it now Jesus is the answer for the world today, above me, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Oh, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above me, there's no other. Jesus is the way. Let me say now, Jesus is, is the answer.
mercy. Let's pray. Lord, we ask that you speak to us today. Yes. By your grace. Help us to hear your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Please be seated. And kindly turn your Bibles to Genesis. to round up my little teaching on Isaac and move on to another great person in the Bible next time we meet. But it is very important for you to know that God wants to change your life. Amen. Your life as it is now can change. Your life can be better. Amen. Few people are born great, if any. Few people are born rich. Even if you are born rich, you have to live a certain way to remain rich. Anyone who became great did something. That's why we are learning from them. Because the Bible says in Hebrews 6.12 that we should be followers of them who through faith and patience have inherited the promise. Hallelujah. So, you can follow someone to change your life. If your life was headed this way, you can follow this person and move in another direction. So that is what God wants to do with your life. If you really believe that you are in a relationship with God, it's very important that you know that all those who came into contact with God experienced a change. And that change was an upward change. God changed their lives and made them better people. Anyone who encountered God. Abraham encountered God when he was in his family, in his house, in his country. And God changed his life. You, you, you cannot meet God and remain the same. 
you cannot be in church and remain the same. You should not. Jacob encountered God. It was even a wrestling match. After that encounter, he became different. His name was even changed from a trickster and a supplanter to a prince. So, your life can change. Or you can also choose to remain the way you are. All of us met God when we were in the lows of our lives. All of us. Salvation alone is an upward change. When you give your life to Christ, you take a step upwards. The Bible says, we are seated. He has made us to sit with Christ in heavenly places. With Christ. With Christ. In heavenly places. That is, if you were walking on earth, just by meeting Christ, your life transitions from an earthly, terrestrial life to a heavenly life. So, it is very important for you to ask yourself, ah, if it is true that my life can change, then what do I do to change? You get born again, you change. That is it. Where you sit, he has made us to sit in heavenly places. So wherever you are sitting can change. If you were sitting with fornicators, it can change. If you were sitting with unbelievers, it can change. Till you are now seated in heavenly places. You are elevated high. But it takes following. Not knowing. To follow means it's continuous. Which is really what I want to share with you today. When you... When you go to church, how many of you are in church this morning? Because there are some of you, you are, your body is here, but your mind is somewhere. How many of you are in church today? Yes. If you come to church, your life must change. Because coming to church also changes your life and moves you upward. Even your respect for time can change when you come to Christ. So that you, you, you don't come for a service which starts at 6.30 and you are here at 8 o'clock. Do you get me? Yeah. I, I'm pointing out to you that when you come to Christ, it is expected that even the places you sit should change. And when you come to church also, 
It's one of the things to do to become great. In Micah chapter 4, it says, verse 2 and verse 3, it says, and all nations will say, come, come, and let us go up to the mountain of the house of the God of Jacob. Let us go up. So when you enter church, like you've come, you've entered the church, your life goes up. Your life goes up. You experience an upgrade of your life. Yes. A lot of things in your life can change just by being in church. And once again, it's not just by being in church, but by being in church and following, continuing, your life can change. It can literally change. Let us go up. You don't come to church and go down. You don't come to church and go low. You come to church and you go up to the mountain of so if your life was in some dry valleys, you know, lowly life and so on, you will, you will come to understand that church takes your life up. You ask this man who is behind the video, I wonder, I, I doubt that he had ever even held a video camera before he came to church. Sir, did you have a video camera? Before you came to church, what did you learn to do what you are doing? Where? What did you learn it? Here. You didn't know this thing before you came to church. Yes. I mean, you, you go up. You go up. But I'm just saying that, you see, the key is following. Be followers of them. Just by entering church does not mean that you'll be great. People even enter church and their lives go down. Because the church is not full of angels. The church is full of very, very wonderful people. Wonderful. You won't believe what type of person is sitting by you. So it's, it's your responsibility to, 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 to locate someone, your pastor, the, the shepherd, your zonal leader and say no I'm following this person I'm continuing you know so that is how Isaac lived his life until the Bible says he waxed great and went forward he waxed great Somebody who was, an, I mean, he was even amongst of hustlers, I mean, hungry people migrating to Egypt. But he, 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 he was great and went forward until he became great, very great. And his enemies, the Philistines, envied him. You don't have any idea what place it is in life. To come to that place where your enemies envy you. Most people are mocked by their enemies. 
They laugh at you. They have things to say. You are not respected. There's nothing great about you. But you can come to a place where the people who present themselves as your enemies, they actually envy you. But there is a way. You know, so I, I, I don't know whether, let me read to you. Um, I don't know if I've taught you this, but I want to repeat myself if I have, if I have even, I, it, it is worth repeating. One of the ways you become great. I'm borrowing from Hebrews 6 12 by following, but I'm not talking about following exactly. Genesis 26, verse 8 into 22. You see the story there. It says Isaac digged again the wells of water which he digged in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped him stopped them after the death of Abraham. Verse 19, And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the headmen of Gerak did strive with Isaac's headmen, saying, The water is ours. He called the name of the well Isaac. And I, I, I want to remind you to listen to Last week's message I preached here, the fruitfulness of Isaac. Very, very, very important. I'm, I'm advising you, which is also one thing that made Isaac great. I hope I'll have time to talk about it. No. Find last week's message and listen to it again and again. Again, the words you hear are spirit and life. Very important. And they digged another well. Verse 21. And strove for that also. Verse 22. And he removed from thence. And digged another well. And for that they strove not. And he called the name of the place Rehoboth. So, what I want to share with you this morning from this verse I've read in a, from this scripture, portion of scripture I've read in a patchy manner, is something Isaac did. That if you can also do Remember, I've told you that there's nobody who is great. I mean, I mean, who was made great by God or just because he was there, God just selected him. God doesn't have favorites. Hello? God doesn't have favorites. If you ever find God with somebody as his favorite, like he seems to like someone, like he would call Abraham his friend. His friend. It's when you see that we be told. Then even in the in the in the kingdom of God, God
God has certain people he has chosen. He's just like some people. He likes the Isaacs and doesn't like these guys. And so God doesn't have favorites. Anybody you see who is close to God did something before he became a friend. No, it's important. Because as you go on, that's as if you are going to stay in the kingdom for the rest of your life, you will discover that there are some people who appear to be favored. Who appear to be, it's almost like, yeah, favored, favorites. But don't let that deceive you that, ah, as we are here, God is like, he elects some special people, and it, me, God doesn't like, no. Never say God doesn't like you, or he doesn't, he, 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 he doesn't have favorites. Clearly stated, Acts 10, 34, he doesn't respect men. God is no respecter of men. He, 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 you are the one, you respect a president or an MP or you respect a doctor, you don't respect a carpenter. God is not, he, he, God, he, he, he doesn't respect anybody. He doesn't respect, you, you see you that, when you see a rich man then you begin to shake. You, you don't know what to do with yourself. God is not like that. Because he's above everybody. He's above the president. He's above a, 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 an, a, an assemblyman. He's above a singer. He's above a pope, a bishop. He's above. He's above. He, he, he made everything. So the Bible says he doesn't respect anybody. He says no. He is no respecter of persons. Like when he sees a person, then, then he begins to shake. No. But in every nation, every nation, every community, you may appear to see that God has respect for some people. But don't just think that, oh, is, I mean, can you imagine God is going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? And he can sit down, God can sit down with a man. A man who can get sick. A man who sins. And it's like he's taking advice from the man. He's negotiating and the man will tell God, no, 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 you, you can't behave this way. Hey! A man is telling God, oh, no, 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 no. You can't, you can't, how can you destroy a, a, a whole nation just because you found only seven righteous or what? No, no, no. It's above you today. Why, why is your mind working this way? Why, why, why is your mind working this way? Then God will say, okay, okay, it's all right. Okay. I will, if I find five people, I will not destroy. I said, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm surprised at you. I mean, you're a creator of the heaven and the earth. Your, your, your mind is working this way. No, 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 no. So, so you mean if you don't find five people, you are going to destroy the place? So okay, then God's okay, okay, okay. Um, I've changed my mind. <laughs> is it not wonderful? Is it not wonderful? Is it not fantastic? Is it not amazing? So shall your story be. So, so when you go to a room and you see God sitting down with a man and bargaining and haggling over the number of souls. It's almost like God doesn't have sense. It is, it is, it is, uh, um, Abraham, who is going to teach God sense? Abraham is the one who is guiding God and advising God. It's not like that. There is a way you can relate with a great man that will let the great person even subject himself to your advice and to your counsel. Yes. So, so God, he doesn't respect Abraham, doesn't respect Methuselah, does not respect Abimelech, he does not respect of Pharaoh. God is no respecter of persons, but in every society, every church, you will discover that there are some people who fear God. 
and who work righteousness. That is, who do the right things. So, so when you see that God is talking to somebody like a friend and so on, the person was not just chosen as a friend of God when he was born. The person did something. He said, he, said, he worked, worked righteousness. Worked righteousness. And fears God. Not everybody fears God. Say, with all you respect, can you give me verse 35? Can you go to the next verse, please? Thank you, sir. Sitting there, you don't fear God. Look, he became great. This is a, do you want to go forward? Not MPP will, not MPP. We are going forward. Something like that. I mean, you can see that your life is advancing. You are not the president, you are not an MP, you're not the richest man in town, you don't have a car, you've not built a house, you've not bought a lab. You can see that generally y- y- your life is improving. That was Isaac. Now, what did he do? That's what I want to just share with you for some minutes and then go on to another point. Is that he was persistent. The persistence of Isaac. I think I taught you this, not so. I've not taught you this. Well, you have the privilege to learn something new today. People who are great are not easily stopped. It's like they encounter a problem. No, oh, Charlie. <laughs> Some of you, you are easily stopped. You are easily stopped. Can't even find a better. So, so comes the saying that you are as great as what stops you. Your greatness is to the level of the thing that terminates you. In fact, you cannot even be as great as that thing. But that is that's your level. to dig a well. So later on, when you see Isaac, he, he had servants and heads. When you see somebody, a lot of people are like that. This, this generation of young boys and girls whose philosophy of following is to Like, do something, some magic that makes you become like the person you are following. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Like, if, if I want to follow Marirami and sing like her, something, I can do something. Then tomorrow, or tomorrow is too early. Next week, Sunday, when you come to church, she's not the one there. I'm the one there. Yes. 
playing the keyboard and singing with even a better voice than her voice. People who are following, they fix their eyes on the thing they are seeing. But when you are following, you don't fix your eye on the thing you are seeing. You can make a mistake. You, you, you have to also have in mind the road the person walked on to get there. The many complex things the person did. I mean, she went to university in America. Does it mean you have to go to America? Do you even have a passport? <laughs> and we, another thing is that we, we look at when we are following someone or when you, you see, you, you look at the big, big things about the person. Yes. The big things. America. Then you look for passport. Go for a visa. If your name is Francis, a human, you change your name to Florence. Yes, because the white man, uh, uh, sorry, not Florence, uh, Abnasewa. Abina. Yes, sir. Abina. He has gone to take a, a girl's passport and he's working with it. But because the white man does not know do you also know the, 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 the differences in the, name, in, in the Chinese names? Like a woman is called Chi and the man is... Yeah. We look at the big, big, big things and we fail to realize that there are some small things. Small things. That even as she's sitting there, it's not a man, but it's a humility. Just being humble. It's not, not even a small thing anyway. But let's just say it's a, it's, it's a small thing. I'm saying that learn it today before you go home. If you want to be great in whatever you are doing, you are a painter, torture driver, you are whatever. Remember that this life, eh, when you start anything, you, one of the things you should expect is not greatness. If you are doing anything, one of the things you must expect is not greatness or like so, to be a star. But the, what you must look out for and believe God to expect are roadblocks. Mommy, do you understand the point I'm making? Should I speak tree? Or is there, the English is a problem. Tree. Expect things that will stop you and posture yourself make yourself ready to overcome the reason why people stop and don't go, stoppers are not great people your ability to continue the bible says you can even fall seven times you get up again, you fall, you get up and you continue many of us cannot continue, some of you wrote an exam you failed, you stopped there so your greatness is up to the level of where you stopped you wanted to marry you proposed to a it's not like that when you see a man with a wife 
remember that perhaps that woman he has married may be the seventh attempt. Yes. That is, I'm, I'm trying to be nice in church. Expect it. Expect it. Expect to be stopped by offenses. Something that offends you. Expect poverty to stop you. Ex- look for it. Expect it. But if it's not coming, you don't even feel great because see, those things that stop you, they determine who you are. They determine, you see, you can't tell your size by just being there. What you have overcome is what determines your size. I mean, you dig a well, people can say it's my own. How can it be your own? Then you are depressed. You enter your room, you turn off the light, you lock the door, they call you, you open, they knock on the door, you don't open, you are sad because you went to dig a well and they came to take the well. It's not like that. Life is not like that. <laughs> you, you go out and look for a land and dig again. Again. You have made a shepherd, your, your parcel didn't work, your pastor, your, your, pastor, your church is not working. Again, again, again. Even God himself did things which failed and did not stop. He made Adam failed, failure. Adam had 2% in the Garden of Eden. But God didn't give up. He made another Adam. And it worked. For God, it was a second attempt. So even God, he does remedials. Yes. God does remedials. You'll be surprised to go to ideal college and see God on your left in the same class. You won't believe it. No, I'm serious. Jeremiah 18, the story of the potter's house. God spoke to Jeremiah and said, go to the potter's house. I'm going to show you something there. When he went to the potter's house, the potter was working on the wheel. And the Bible said that the first attempt, the first wheel he made, he wrote, was not good. So he destroyed it and did it again, again. And he said, am I not free to do this as with Israel as the potter is doing with this clay? That it fails just the same way the potter did the thing again. Can I not try again with Israel? Why are you stopping me? A lot of us sitting here have allowed things to stop you. Your uncle, your father died when you were two years old. Your uncle, who should have taken care of you, also went to sell the cocoa farm and went to London with it. So you won't go to school. No. Go and find some sugar cane or some cassava and sell. 
sell in the morning, go to school in the afternoon. Don't stop. The guy didn't marry you. The guy didn't marry you. Try again. The next time another guy comes and says that he loves you, he wants to marry you, don't say, go ahead. in your head, foolish man. All of you look at you, you are coming to say all these things, and when you finish, then, then, then you go. No, it's not like that. It's not like that. You will meet, maybe this second person will also come and misbehave. The other one will come and misbehave, but don't stop. Can't you see that your life is so small? There's not much going on in your life. Maybe here. Uh, you know what type of church you are sitting in? This is a mega church you are sitting in. You should have been here when I was the pastor of this church. Small. Then I handed over the church to your pastor. That was when it. Tried. He went to have a crusade. The next Sunday he came, the church was smaller than before he went for the crusade. <laughs> Can you imagine going to do outreach? When you come back to sit down, the members are fewer than. I'm bored. God is not faithful. God is not faithful. Do you know what faithfulness is? That God would even consider you fit to be a pastor is a mark of his faithfulness. Yes, because you deserve to be in the. In the, in the in a prison. No, don't stop. You, fight, you write the exam, you fail. Write it again. Write it again. Press. Keep pressing. When you, so, when you see Isaac, he's with God, he's, he's a great guy, he's a, a powerful man, you know, like God likes, obviously God must have liked him. Yeah. And you to God can like you. But it doesn't start with God liking everybody. No, no. He doesn't respect it. Who are you anyway? Who am I? Oh. But the mark you see in Isaac is that he did not stop. He didn't stop. He didn't become cynical. He didn't, he didn't become some way. Like when you mention a shepherd more. This thing we did it. Uh, one day I was even a shepherd. One day my pastor, in the middle of the preaching, said, as you stand up, he was blasting me in public. What is that? Small God we are serving. But God is not small. But don't talk like God is not small. Small God we are serving. Uh, embarrassment every day, faces uh, and so on. So you are, you are going where? You are going where? You are going where? A shepherd, to be made a shepherd, is the highest privilege of your life. I mean, think about it. That where, 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 where in this world? Will, will you call 10 people that are meeting you and they will come and sit down and listen to someone like you with a big head and green teeth? And anywhere there's a privilege, there are battles to fight it. You don't want to fight battles. I mean, Isn't it not wonderful that in the whole world, the place where there's a lot of oil that the whole world depends on to live is a place where there are battles and bombings and fightings and so on. Yes, because where the, where, where, where the oil is, you should expect bombs. Yes. 
you don't want bombs, then you won't have oil. And they dig another well and strove for that also. But he kept moving on. He kept moving on. This is our year of greatness. I tell you that some of you, the, the next major event in your life is your failure. The, the year of greatness. Some of you, the next major event in your life is your beloved saying that he can't continue. You, I'm telling you, why? It is to test your metal. It's to test who you are. You can't become great w- without, without doing something. <laughs> without fighting. I'm saying that some of you are going to get text messages tomorrow. Some good news. A job, some contract. Somebody has done something nice. And some, you know, some money has come. Some inflows. You know, your business partner has come with a, somebody has blessed you, elbowed you with a blessing, and so, fine. But some of you, your next text message may not be good news. Yes. And it's to test you. Remember, remember, I, I beg you, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a comedian. I'm a pastor preaching to you. Please. It's very important. I'm, I'm not, remember that the next news you may get on your phone may not be good news. And remember that that news that text message is to stop you. Is to make you a better person. Don't allow. Don't allow. Read it. If you will cry, cry. Oh yes, there's nothing wrong with crying. If Jesus cried, then it means you can also cry. But remember to move on. Yes. Remember to move on. Sometimes even you... You need to continue and persist with pe- pe- sometimes even the very person who disappointed you. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm talking about perseverance and persistence. It's not always that you throw away people because the person didn't do well. Then you look for the next person. Like he, he called the place Satan and he moved on. Sometimes you don't move on. You stay with the same person and give the same person a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. That's why I'm saying that the next major event in your life may be the disappointment you are going to experience from a person you trusted, a person you respected. But it doesn't mean you must throw away the person. If you behave that way, soon there will be nobody in your life. Life is complex. (laughs) When you see someone with some people around, don't know. They were all good. Like he, he eliminated the bad ones, and he's now left with the nice ones. No, you know, be so. You know, be so. You know, be so. Sometimes the very person. I mean, can you imagine? We are in. A, you are in church. I ask a question, and somebody gives a revelation that is so mighty and powerful. That was Peter. And Jesus said to the Peter, "Who are, who do men say that I am?" And the Peter said, you are the Christ. Some say, some say you are Elijah, John the Baptist. Some say you are Jeremiah. But I said, who, you, you are. What, what's your opinion of it? Said, Peter stood up. He said, you're asking me who you are? You are the Christ. 
you are not Jeremiah. You are the just kind of such knowledge till you are the son of the living God. Those words were not words to be used to describe a human being. And Jesus said to the Peter, Peter, who told you this? He said, flesh and blood has not revealed This knowledge is not from investing. The Father in heaven revealed this to me. you see Jesus with the Peter you may think that oh like Jesus Christ he only moves with people who have revelations this is the point I make like he, he, he has surrounded himself with this type of wild scripture guys with reveal this guy who can you know explain scriptures and this type of wild wild Peter and James and John no it's not like that as soon as Peter finished giving this revelation, the next title, so he said, I, I'm giving you kiss. Then, then he changed his name from Simon to the Peter. Yes. He changed his name from Simon to the Peter. He said, you are the Peter. You are the man, you are the rock. You are the rock. And I will give you kiss. You, the Peter, anything you bind. I mean, look, Jesus bestowed supernatural, celestial power. Mighty. So when you see Jesus with the Peter, you may think, oh, Jesus Christ, I mean, he's into this type of guys who give revelations, who become great. He gives them keys of the kingdom and so on. The next thing we see with the Peter is that he's being called not the rock or not the man with keys, but Satan. Satan. He turned and said to the Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. This is verse 23. About verse 16. Let's see verse 16. You are the Christ. So 17, 18 is when you see Jesus Christ giving Peter accolades and keys. And he's happy, you can see flesh and blood. 18. Next verse, say, with all due respect, next verse, yes. Yeah, I'll give you keys. That's 19. 20. So 19, up down to verse 19, Jesus is commanding the Peter. Verse 23, three verses. Three verses after being called the Peter. He is being called Satan. Matthew 17. Next chapter. Verse 1. After six days, Jesus take the Peter and James and John, his brother, and bring them up into a high mountain apart. Next verse and he was transfigured before them. The Peter to the Satan. By this, because you are Satan, today, from today, you are a liar. 
No. The next, the next chapter, a few verses down, he's going to, this is one of the hallmarks of Christ's ministry, the transfiguration. It happened once on a mountain. Who did he call? Bartholomew and Philip and John. No. He chose only three. Only three out of the twelve. And who should we see among the three? The man he had called Satan was the one he had selected because you don't just give up people, but you keep pressing and you keep trying and you give, keep, give people the second chance, the third chance. You keep moving. That is how to have the Peter. Yes. This is the assistant pastor of Christ. When he died and he left, Peter was the one who was in charge. Was the one. Can you imagine when he was called the Satan, he just cut him off. Out! Do you know Satan? Do you? You don't know Satan. Satan, to see Satan, it's like you, you, you are dead. Who wants to do ministry? If, even normal life. You don't want to do normal life with Satan. Let alone to be doing evangelism, camps, Sunday services, and your right hand man is Satan. But you must learn. You don't just write off people. You give people a second, a third, a fourth chance. That was Isaac. So today, when you see Isaac with wells, it's not that God likes him and God just is like he gives Isaac wells and he tells other people to go to it. When you see anybody with something, like you see a man who has married his wife for four years, respect them. Because some people can't go beyond one year. Yes, some can't go beyond six months. Because, you see, may you be bigger than your next stopper. I said, may you be bigger than your next stopper. Remember that what determines greatness is not accolades and it's not the titles, but what, did, what, what tries to stop you is coming to test who you are. That's why we call, call it a test. And tests are not made for you to fail. When your child goes to class two and is writing a test, it's not that the headmaster wants your child to fail. It's just to test him and give him promotion. You'll be promoted. I said you'll be promoted. So that's the, today's lesson. I was going to go on to a very, very powerful point. I don't know. Yeah, very, very, very important. That one, I will not leave it at all. Yes. We will see classes, but I will have many classes. I have a teacher. But today, let's go home. your pastor, he faces you, he gives you, today after church, you see you, next Sunday, ah, why is happening? She has stopped church. How? Oh, I don't like church. They see, you know, they are facing you. You will, you will be small forever. Yes. May God show mercy on you and make you bigger than the next thing about to stop you and freeze you in your path. Rise your feet.
Close your eyes, please. Don't stop. Lift your hands and tell the Lord, Lord, this week, this month, this year, the rest of my life, I'm not going to stop. Close your eyes and pray. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue. Continue. That is how to be great. That is how to be great. Sheboka Abazangalabosa. Reketebe. I mean, you are stopping church to go to go where? So, so, so as for you, I mean, any problem you meet determines where you stop. So you have a problem here, you stop. And you go to the next place, you have a problem, you stop and you move. It's not like that. Your ability to remain in spite of. Close your eyes. Father, what a blessing. What a blessing. We'll keep pressing on. We'll persevere. We'll persist until the anointing is put to proper use. Kamaloza abaleke every eye closed and every head bowed if you are here today you are not born again please put your hand down and close your eyes your friend invited you to church but you are not born again you want to say pastor pray for me I want to be born again if you are here wherever you are just lift up your right hand I want to pray for you right now to be born again you want to receive Jesus you want to start with Jesus. Yes, lift your hand. High, high, high. I can't see your hand well. It's very important I see your hand. Thank you. You want to be born again. You want to change. You want to give your life to Christ. I told you that when you are in Christ, it's a step towards greatness. Because where you sit changes. Lift your hand. You want to give your life to Christ. If your hand is up, come to me in front here. I want to. I surrender Come. to your two hands and say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I'm so sorry for going far away from you. Today, I return to you. Please receive me. I am dead. I've done many, many bad things. Please wash me. Wash the deaths of my skin soul, my heart. Make me a new person from today. I decide to plant myself here to have a pastor, a shepherd who guides me. I want to make it to heaven on that day. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.